An empty restaurant quietly begins collecting dust as the first days of the coronavirus pandemic begin to unfold. Ready-to-work employees stand by waiting for customers to arrive while the managers exchange worried looks. Darren and Tanya Clark, two small business owners in Clare, Michigan, were looking over the numbers and realizing that this pandemic was going to cost them everything. According to Time Magazine, small businesses account for nearly half of U.S. employment, but it seems as though small businesses are hurting the most during this pandemic. Darren Clark, owner of five different Ponderosa Steakhouse restaurants in Michigan, says that his business was having the best year that they've ever had, but unfortunately, they had to close all of their stores. I, I knew I just had to stop and try to babysit whatever money that I had on hand until we, you know, we would be clear to go, but you know, and open again. And uh, you know, hopefully that will happen in a few weeks, and we figure out a way to get open. His wife, Tanya Clark, and co-owner says that despite their efforts to do takeout, it just wasn't working for a buffet-style restaurant. You know, so and then we, we said, okay, well, let's come in tomorrow, try this. And, I mean, after pretty much that next day, um, my husband decided that we were just going to close. Meanwhile, Emil Haddad, co-owner of Italian Middle Eastern Market in Sherman Oaks, California, was busier than ever, with many people going into a panic-buying frenzy. Everybody is buying whatever they see for no reason. And I used to tell them, don't buy those things for a customer we know. Why are you over, over buying stuff? Buy for a week and we'll have them, which is true. We did uh, give them everything they want. And when we ordered, we couldn't even get 30% of the stuff we need. They didn't even have it at the warehouse. And for Kelsey Arvidsson, part owner of Haven Beauty in Bellingham, Washington, says that it was difficult to generate revenue when they couldn't even be open and was worried about how the salon could survive this pandemic. You know, everybody that works at our salon is a sole proprietor and they've all been there for a really long time. And it was more like, how do we navigate this in a way that we can make sure the salon stays afloat so that we all have something to go back to, you know, because Sarah and I are the owners, but we also work there. For Arvidsson, it was all about coming up with creative ways to generate business and keep loyal customers. We've been encouraging all of our stylists to promote gift cards and they can kind of sell those themselves to sustain their own individual businesses. And then also Haven as a whole is doing curbside pickup for products. It both generates income for the salon and then also our stylists get commission on those sales, which is great too. According to CNN, the unemployment rate has gone up to 14.7% in April 2020 which is the highest it has been since they started recording it in 1948. The Clarks, while also having to close their restaurants, also had to make the tough decision of letting go around 200 employees. I was hard. I mean, it is hard and it was hard because it's the last thing you want to do. But, you, I mean, that's something you have to. You have to. Um, and really, I, we felt like there, you know, they were all things for many small business owners like Darren and Tanya Clark, the biggest trouble has been applying for a loan. The New York Post reports that large restaurant chains have taken $30 million in federal loans that were meant for small businesses, but because the rules to apply for the loan changed, larger chains got a cut. The loan processes for many have been long and difficult, and Darren says that because of the influx of applicants, it's been difficult to get a hold of anyone, and would sometimes leave you on hold for about three hours. That really complicated things when it came time to apply for these loans because I had to do it five times over um, to actually apply. So all that documentation and that process and everything was you know, difficult enough for one, but to have to do it five times over was pretty tough. 
According to CNBC, consumers fuel 70% of the economy in the U.S. However, due to this pandemic, consumer confidence has gone down significantly. Barry Maltz, a small business consultant, motivational speaker, and author, says that it will be the most important to have a high consumer confidence moving forward in order for businesses to be successful. Again, this is going to be a county-by-county county decision because it's different, obviously, in New York City and California versus Wyoming or North Dakota. But in the more populated areas, it's going to mean face masks for everybody, working in whatever they're doing, people visiting, temperature checks at the door. You got to be able to get a COVID test anytime you really want. There's got to be tracing. We just don't have those mechanisms in place, and we have to take lessons from other countries that have done this, but I don't see any reason, I don't see any evidence that we're actually going to do this. So instead, what's going to happen is people are going to open up. Um, people aren't going to come, or a few people are going to come, and the few people that do come are going to get reinfected, and we're going to go through this all over again. Darren says that consumer confidence will also be very important but it will also change the way people dine out, especially with self-service stations. You're going to have to be socially distancing. So, you know, the restaurant capacity is going to be cut down. We don't know exactly in Michigan what those requirements are going to be, 25% or 50% or whatever. Um, so that really hurts in and of itself because, you know, when you have busy times, you know, you're used to having people, you know, all set real close together. And so it's going to limit the amount of times that you're, you know, able to do big business, um, which you need in order to make it, you know, to make a profit. The profit margins are very, very slim in the restaurant business. According to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, 43% of small businesses believe that they will close business within the next six months. However, many of these small businesses are optimistic about the future. Haddad says he simply wants to move forward. You know, uh, with this kind of disease, he just wish to be healthy and uh, get over with. This has been Katie Rosendahl for kpcradio.com.